following program is brought to you in living color on NBC. Now presenting the dysfunctional podcast, starring Adam and RJ. Walt Disney presents a couple of mo's that can't get enough of that D. Disney, that is. Uh-huh. <laughs> okay. Here's the show. Oh, oh god. <laughs> Oh, did we start? <laughs> oh, is that your harmony? I'm singing in a lower key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nailed it. I was um I was a soprano in the class. Hello, RJ. It's good to see you. I feel like we need to like. I always feel like we do. Do do we need to like? What are you trying to do? Do we need say? to like change it up? Like we do need to change it up. Really, be more NPR. Yeah. Let's make this. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay. Um. How, how does how does how does pop culture? No, start? because they have they to. Do, they do like the mini intro. They do like a description oh, of like. Oh, that. That's new though. That's like I know, but it's very. It's the most NPR thing because <laughs> they do it also on um. On uh, they do it on Fresh Air and they do it on Code Switch does it too. Code Switch does it. Yeah, they'll do like a little bit of a like a description of what the episode is. Fine, do you okay. Switch. Hold on, I have to think. says Hunchback of Notre Dame was not the criti- critical success that the Disney company hoped it would be. However, it has become a fan favorite over the years with iconic lasting no- songs and characters. This week, we'll be discussing the differences between the film adaptation and the live musical adaptation, which actually never made it to Broadway. This week on The Depot. RJ, I'd, then, like to, then, <laughs> I'd like to then, welcome then, you then. to the show. No, it's like, as always, I'm joined by... Um... <laughs> as always, it's just us to gaze with our dog, Friedrich. So, what? Uh, it's good to be here, Adam. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you um, for... It's truly a delight having me on your show. Yeah. So, when was the last time you watched the movie? Um, it's probably been a couple of years. I remember I watched it with you. Probably then. Yep. Last time Same. I watched it with you. That was the last time I saw it. That was the one and only time I've seen it. Tragic. It's so good. It is really good. Here's the thing. Let's get into it. Let's just get into it. Let's do... Let's do main differences. And then what we liked about each specific as in regards to its own thing. You know what I mean? No. Sure. Yeah, sure. So the main difference is... No, I don't want to do it this way. Okay. I want to talk about them specifically and then talk about them Okay, together. fine. So the film um, came out in 1996. This is post... This is right before Hercules. 
This is the year before Hercules, the year after Pocahontas. Mm-hmm. So, um, this is the last villain song that we get until Princess Tiana. Wait, really? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Hellfire is the last one. Damn. I'm gonna go on a record saying that Hellfire is my favorite villain song of all time. Well, no, that's not true because Mother knows. Better. We've never done a I villains think I, I episode. Feel like we've Did talked we talk about this before though? Maybe it was just like a I don't think we talked about villain songs. Villain songs because we, we did. did we did um wishing songs. Yeah, I love Hellfire because I like so I I so I did the choir for for the a musical version of it here in Orlando and they. It was really my first time listening to the actual words of what he's saying. And he's truly like, like how right wing conservatives think. It is. Yeah. And when they like <clears throat> do something immoral, they're like, it wasn't my fault. I'm it not was the blame. woman yeah. because uh, I was tempted. Right. She tempted me. She tempted me. It's her fault. It's her fault. Did you see what she was wearing? Me too. Hashtag me too. Hashtag reverse racism. Yeah. This is, yeah, this is, it's like the whole, like, well, if they change the way they dress. Yeah. Or, well. Yes. If they weren't at that party drinking. Yes. Till it happens to you. I don't know that song. That was the, that was the documentary about college rape. Oh. That Lady Gaga wrote the song to. It's a good way to make a joke, yeah. And Joe <laughs> I'm gonna, and, no. And Joe Biden was like, my good friend, Lady Gaga. Do you not remember this from the Oscars? I do now. Okay. Yes. Till happens to you. So, <clears throat> um. So just a real like, just, just like a lighthearted yes, romp. Yes. Just like a, yeah. a little farce. Yeah, because when I think about it, like if I want something just light to watch, I watch Hunchback. So this book was written by Victor Hugo. Have you read? I have not. I've read Les Mis, but I have not read Hunchback. Um, definitely a man known for really coming after the bourgeoisie, if you know what I mean. Oh, I do know. Um, so in the book and in the musical version, in the stage adaptation, um, Frollo is... The Archbishop. Yeah. Archbishop of Paris. Yes. However, in the film version, because they felt like they would get a lot of blowback, they did, they, it's, here's the thing. It's bizarre that they chose this to make an animated film off of. It's like if you made Les Mis a Disney movie. And it's like, because, how how do you justify all that death? Because there's... There's not, I, there's just, I mean, my God, there's so, there's so many themes that are not child centric at all in this film. And I almost like applaud them for trying, like, it's not a perfect film. And I know that it's one of my favorites, but I know it's not a perfect film, but I just want to give them like an A for effort because like, absolutely. I, uh, I don't think the today's Disney company would take a risk like that. No. Honey, you think Bob Iyer would sign off on this? No. No. <coughs> Bless you. That's why people, like, lost their minds when Out There was in... Uh, oh, in the castle show? Yeah, in Wishes or whatever. Yeah. The new... Whatever is it? Happy Later After. Because, like... 
It's a show they like to forget about. Um, but, yes. So, there's, like, this religious theme um, about, like, power and religion, mm-hmm. a theo- like a theocratic government. There's themes about, like, rape and, like, incest and prostitution and, like, all of that. Not, I don't know why I said incest. <laughs> rape? What am I thinking of? I don't know what rape, movie you're thinking sexual of. Sexual assault? I don't know why. Whatever. Rape and sexual assault and prostitution. And then there's, like, themes of, like, like, dis, dis, like disabilities and, like, yeah. how those are seen yeah. by society. And all this I say, I will say, is, like, more expounded upon is that a word expounded i don't know expand let's just say expanded expanded upon in the stage adaptation but they're there in the animated film they're just not as glaring yeah if that makes sense um however so for the film they made frollo just a judge they didn't Oh, he's just a judge. He's he's, he's not connected technically with the church. Oh. He just exists in a yes, I governmental do type yep. setting. Because there is the archbishop, and oh, he's voiced right. by David Ogden Stiers. Oh. And he's the one who... Sorry. God dang it. He's the one who tells Frollo that he has to... Go open a window. Um, that he has to take... Quasimodo in and raise him in the church. It's very whatever. Here's here's the true downfall of Hunchback the film. Not the music, because the music I actually would say is probably the most underrated yeah, it's music really, of any Disney film. It's very well thought of. It's very It's so well done. It is so well done. Mm-hmm. It's like Mencken really trying his hardest yeah. after um because Pocahontas feels very Mencken, but this feels so much different in a way that, like, what am I trying to say? So, like, the lion, the, the Lion King took those African, like, themes or, like, that African, like, sound and really, like, used it to its advantage. Pocahontas necessarily didn't as much. Like, there was a little bit... Of like working in Native American sounds, but not to the extent that like no, it was that was it was more nineties. But than anything. right, but but Hunchback, save for like one or two songs, is so there's so much like Latin and like it feels really Catholic. Yeah, like listening to it, it's like really good. Yeah, it's a it's a clever way of since they can't. They can't say he's a religious figure. Right. But by setting it in the cathedral, you still have to, like, yeah. be in that world. Right. So it's... Yeah. Um, so I think it has really great music. The downfall, however, of the film is the gargoyles. But Because yeah, here's the thing. The, because here's the, the thing. That's the Disney of it. I that's know. I we know. Need, we need funny sidekick characters. We need funny sidekick characters. We need Jason Alexander. We need... A, we, need we need Jason yeah. Alexander. Who is the woman? Um, What's her name from um, 
Sister Act and um, White Christmas. That woman? Yes. The woman who owned the, <laughs> the bed and breakfast or whatever? The, like, the maid, not the yeah. maid, but, like, the... The yes. one who told um, Rosemary Clooney that, yes. oh, he's, he's, yes. just, he's yes. just looking for a TV spot yes. or whatever. Ugh. And, okay, so there are three main gargoyles. Jason Alexander, I don't remember the other one, but there's one is named Victor and one is named Hugo. Yeah. So, like, cute. Got it. Got it. It's cute. They did that also, it's not the same idea, but they did the same thing in, like, the Aristocats, where, like, each of the kittens is named after, like, a French yep. person. Artist. Yes. Um, this is my favorite bit, though, and I, it's so dumb. So Victor Hugo, and then she's named Laverne. <laughs> it's so stupid. I don't even remember if they actually say her name in the film. They probably do. Um, but the best bit that she has in the movie is when she sends all the birds. Because she's the one who always has the birds land Sly on her. Fly birds. No, but she does do a Wicked Witch of the West bit. Oh, yes, yes. I'm and she good. sends the birds flying after them like monkeys. Yeah. Like the flying monkeys. It's very funny. Okay. However, just... Their song, which I can't even remember what it is right now. The Gargoyles. No, it's like... Let me look it up. I'll put you it gotta, up. You gotta, you gotta show yourself off or whatever. I think that's verbatim. <laughs> Hold on. Um, a Guy Like You? A Guy Like You. Let's, let's listen to a little bit of it. Oh. That is Cars. That is Cars. <laughs> Sorry, my iTunes. Sorry, I feel like I'm on <laughs> the beginning of Radiator Springs Racers. The my um my iTunes just did its own thing for a little bit there. Okay, here we go. For French, Clisian. Jason Alexander. He was making a lot of money in 1996. He sure was. Let's just say that. What did this take? So in the musical, this would have been in before act one finale? Mm -hmm. Oh my God. A guy like you, a girl does not meet every day. Thanks. All right, thanks, Jason. Yeah, it's not great. Yeah. Um, and it's not bad. It's just not. It's just disappointing. It's just hard because I, I also can't fault them for it. That's the problem. It's yeah. like you're making obviously an animated you're children's do, yeah. film. It's like you can't make. What ends up being the stage adaptation? You can't do that for kids. Like that is so dark and heavy. Yeah. You have to lighten it up. So I, I get it. So how does it rank in your favorite animated movies? <coughs> Bless you. Oh, I don't. Oh, it's so hard to rank. I hate ranking. I would say Quasi's in my top. Top heroes. Top five guys. Yeah. He is just what a wonderful character. What a be. I've never seen. Hunchback 2. I've never seen it. Yeah, I don't want to. Um, but, like, there's Out There, which is 
a beautiful, wonderful song that we've already talked about in the wishing episode. We've talked about how great out, and I think I said it wasn't. I didn't I say it was yeah, my favorite was wishing favorite. song. Yep. So it's a it's a wonderful song, and the culmination of the end of the song being when he's like ringing the bells. Yeah. Oh, guys, it's so good. But we must have a a. A quick discussion, because we've already talked about Hellfire and how great Hellfire is, because Hellfire is also a fantastic villain song. Completely taking the villain song from where it's been, which is, like, the kind of the comedic, like, ha-ha-ha, and turning it into this, like, nightmare situation that it, that the situation truly is. Yeah. Um, Heaven's Light, which comes right before Hellfire is one of the saddest, most beautiful, like, self-realization moments because he talks about how, like, he... He's, like, the lovers who walk down this by the Seine, they almost look like they have heaven's light surrounding them, and he knows because of how he looks that he'll never be able to experience that warm and loving glow. Like... You feel some type of way for Hunchback, Mama. I just... <laughs> he's just such a wonderful character. Uh, and, oh, hold on, stop. How have we not talked about Bette Midler? Oh. And God Help the Outcast. Yeah. So God Help the Outcast, also another song that is, like, shocking and they would not get away with today. Yeah. Because the end of the song is, I ask for nothing, I can get by, but I know so many less lucky than I. Please help my people who look uh, the poor and downtrod. I thought we all were the children of God. Like, okay. Changing the landscape. Just like taking Christianity by the neck and being like, you gotta shape up or ship out. (laughs) Yeah. It's so good, guys. So let's talk about the musical. Okay. Well, let's take a quick break. Oh. And then we'll go to the musical. What's a quick break? A little Do we have a... We have a... Com- I found a commercial that's cute. Oh. This is... By the way, because I've been talking the whole time, he has not, and this is what he's been doing, so... Yeah. Well, I, you just kind of <laughs> went on your merry way. You had a lot of thoughts. You've been sitting on I, those thoughts. Well, I can't wait to hear your thoughts on the musical. Oh, I, uh, yeah. Okay, we'll take a quick break and we'll be right back. Or we'll talk about the musical adaptation. Yep, RJ's going to talk all about the musical adaptation. (laughs) Alex, time to come down. I do not wish to leave this bell tower, but Quasimodo and I are having way too much fun with the gargoyles and the birds. Right now, the stars of Disney's The Hunchback of Notre Dame are at McDonald's. There's one in each McDonald's Happy Meal you buy. Okay, and we're back. So, the musical adaptation was done... It's probably like three years old. I think it was 2014. 2014? I think so. It was uh, first workshopped and written for La Jolla Playhouse, which is the home of Peter and the Starcatcher, among other things. It is. So it's interesting because La Jolla does really. They also wrote the revival for Flower Drum Song, Mm -hmm. which lasted two weeks on Broadway. (laughs) Like super, super short. Yeah. Um, so I feel like they have a 
clearly they're very creative because all of their shows are. Well, but then it's, there's, it's, a, there's yeah. a way of like <clears throat> it. It doesn't translate all the time to Broadway. La Jolla's thing. I mean, La Jolla is one of the best regional theaters in California. Yeah. In Southern California. Yeah. Um, there's just not a whole lot going on in the California theater scene, yeah. so it's great that La Jolla is there because it is. I think. Um, I want to say Wicked started there, and I you know I also don't want to say that because I think is that's it wrong. Seattle rap. What was it, La Jolla, or is it Seattle? It was in California. It was okay. Yes, maybe it was because it was originally because Stephanie Stephanie that's J Block and she lived yeah and she wanted to stay in that she didn't want to go out to Broadway to do Alphabet so that's when they brought in Adina Adina. So, okay, so let's talk about what the differences are. Sure. They... Lots more songs. Lots more songs. I mean, but that's... I mean, you have yeah. to. Um, this weird frame story of, like, we are a band of players, and we are here to perform <sighs> Pippin, the story of... Oh, my man. God. So it's like all... They're all they're all characters. Which, like... They're, like, all, they're all players, which works... I mean, like... It, half it, the time it works, half the time it doesn't. Yeah. There are some parts where it's like, well, I just want this to be just straight out. But... I don't know. Um, I think it by doing it that way, it keys in on the, like, this is a moral play. You know, where it's like, this, yeah. we're teaching a lesson. Here. Right. Um, they Harkens also, back to the theater of the time, which is, is just cool. They also added um, more of Frollo's story. And yes, which I don't know that I needed, but that's fine. Well, okay. In the remind me in the movie, was it Jehan? No. So he was. There he's is not no re- story. There's no relate. Really. Um, the first time you see him is when he kills Quasimodo's mother. And then he that happens <laughs> in the animated film in the first seven minutes of this movie. I'm not. That is not a joke. That's real. He hits her. Or I think his horse, like, scares her. And then yeah. she falls down the steps of the Cathedral of Notre Dame. Yeah. Like, the center of Paris. I, that's also not... That's also real. And then she, like, hits her head and dies. A so, baby, I mean, I do... A monster. Also, I mean, it makes, voiced by Monsieur Dark. I mean, it makes sense that he's related to him. It adds like a sense of like sure yeah the, you know that relation of like why why it why a, this one yeah it was a little bit of the like Ursula situation where yeah. Ursula's There's the like, aunt oh, and now yeah, he's yeah, the yeah, uncle yeah. and yeah. I'm like so everybody's just related yeah. now that's fine because they kept doing this thing where Jay Han's ghost like appeared at the end of the show before he died like he's always like he's always the looming presence of like I could have saved my brother. From being a normal person. <laughs> but the thing is, is like, I don't ever think he feels bad about what happened to Jay Yeah. So I was confused as, like, whatever. I mean, he's the villain. He's yeah. the villain. I will say I love how they spent more time with Frollo and his, like, struggle with his feelings for Esmeralda. Like, that was really That was cool. definitely more because, apparent, yeah. Because even in his scenes with Quasimodo and with the captain... Phoebus. Th- those were, like, that... that f- Those feelings were there. Mm-hmm. Like, even when he talked to Quasimodo, he was like, you're not just to look at her, you're not allowed to talk to her. Yeah. Like, 
and she's even gonna in, yeah. And there there were more mo- there were more scenes with uh, with Frollo and Esmeralda, which were really cute. Um, like before God help the outcasts, and then afterwards. God help the outcasts. When she was like, I see the way you look at me. Yeah. And he was like, How dare you? Yeah. That Jehanna, uh, that uh, Frollo that we saw was really good. He had the voice down pat. He was so. You know what he does? Good. He does Bruce in Finding Nemo. Ah! He's very good. Yeah. His voice was beautiful. He had like the perfect voice. Yes. Hellfire was lit. That's what I love about Hellfire. Nothing but lights and him in the center center. Yeah. Just praying and wailing. That's all I need. That's what I need from a good villain song. So one of the biggest things they changed was that the gargoyles are not gargoyles. They're like they're like the statues, statues of the, the saints yeah, yeah. that are around the cathedral. Yeah. So fine. I we didn't see like a full production. Yeah, we saw a concert. So I would love to see like a full fully realized Garden Theater's doing full. I would love to see a good, fully realized... Wow. I mean, there's not... The budget will not be the same as, like, what it was when it was off-Broadway. Yeah. But if it's... set, <laughs> Here's the thing. Because it's a player's setup, it's gonna be like, we're a traveling band of gypsies performing the show. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be, like, Peter Nassarkash. <laughs> yeah, that was... So that was my biggest problem, was that it was a little too Peter and the Starcatcher. Which I, I love, Peter and the Starcatcher. Please do not get me cool wrong. I think what would be cool is if, like, you did it, like, a, in a church. Do the sh- Oh, yeah. Really? <laughs> or, at least the would set it be? Design, or at least the set design build a church. Because then you yeah. can frame it as, like, like back when there was a time of mission plays where, yeah. you know, theaters would go up to churches and do the show. Look at you know? pulling out Hislet 2. Hislet 2, honey. <laughs> not three. Not one. Two. Well... No, it was two, because I remember, because we had Mark. It was before Shakespeare. It was, like, right before Shakespeare. Well, yes, but medieval times is when they had Shepherd's play, uh, and that we read in Hislet 1. I'm talking, like... Hislet 1 and (laughs) 2. This is a joke for five of you listening. (laughs) Yeah. Um, So, yeah, I mean, my favorite things about the musical was that we got more time to invest in people. Yeah. Clopin is just like a dude. And they felt <laughs> yes. He's not like he is. Yeah. He's not as he's not as fun as he is. There's in no the, comic the relief film. really. There is no comedy in the There's in, no comedy in the show. I mean there are moments but that's that true to the situation because my god, this is dire. Yeah. Dire. Also just think about there's no running toilets. There's no like everyone add is that to walking it. In, in crap, literal filth. filth. So there's that. So it was really nice to kind of revisit Hunchback. Yes. Especially at this time, it's very topical. It it is shockingly topical, and I'm not gonna get political on this podcast because this is not the place for it. However, I will say, <laughs> I will say, let's get into it. <laughs> I it's just there's so there's a lot of themes that are like. I guess just constant. Yeah. That are, like, yeah. Immigration. Me too. Me too. Time's up. Time's up. 
No more using the word retard. Yeah. Yeah. Unless you... Religious persecution of Christians. Okay. All right. Well, let's... Thank you for listening. The war on Christmas. Yeah. Let's go to our teas. It's time for everyone's favorite, What's the D? So, Disney. Okay. My D um, is... What should I do? Didn't you just say you had I one? I did, I had one. Yeah, I can do that. I mean, I already posted it on Instagram, so I don't want to cheat, but that's fine. So, uh, Festival of the Arts is still happening. I think this is the last weekend. Yes, it's the last week. Uh, next weekend is the last weekend. Whatever. Um, and so I was able to meet um, Jared Mariama, who's one of the artists like on Twitter. He does the, like... He did Hipster Mickey. That was his big one. But yeah. then he does all the, like, kawaii faces that's, like, flat, and then, like, you look straight on it. He made, like, a... Very new... Wes Anderson. Yeah. he's Some say he's the Wes Anderson of... Um... Did you follow that Instagram that I told you to follow? No. The houses? Yeah. The front well, doors? no. That's Front Door Project, which is separate. But Wes... A... It's accidentally Wes Anderson. Oh. And it's just, like, these beautiful, symmetrical tableaus of, like... Random crap. Oh, it's so pretty. Is that your D this week? No. <laughs> anyway, um, he had this new Epcot print that had, like, all these different characters. So it has, like, I mean, I love it because it has the Mickey and Minnie rainbow outfits. Classic. But look, Red, uh, Remy's on there for um, Food and Wine Festival. At least for now. Um, and then it has all the old Epcot symbols, and then it has the, like, geodesic pattern across the band. I got it as a notebook, and it's super cute. So that's my D, is just the... Kawaii's making a comeback, thanks to... If this was a, if this was a visual... I mean, we all know that podcasts are a visual medium. Yeah. Um, that's a rule of culture, actually. But, um, if I, if I, if you could see... If, there's, if there was a camera situation, I would be panning away from the end of that conversation over to our red drawer that's, like, filled with unused notebooks that RJ has. That's it. Okay, so Mindy this week is, um... Ba- garbage. Is, it's garbage, Mama. It's uh, located at Anaheim. Oh, actually, it's not located in Anaheim. So I'm going to bring up something controversial. Oh, here we go. And I'm going to say that my D is that I believe that our haunted mansion is better than Disneyland's haunted mansion. Ooh. How dare you? Now. No respect for your elders. We probably just lost most of our listeners. <laughs> Everyone just unsubscribed. I said, um, subscribed, um, subscribed, um, but I will back this up and you don't have to agree. That's fine. I'm also not saying that Disneyland, listen, Can you just tell them why? I just want to, I just want to preface it before I go into it. I'm not saying that their you have Haunted Mansion is bad. <laughs> You're taking forever just to like defend yourself. Well, I don't, shouldn't need to defend myself. Well, first step of all. up, honey. Time's up. Okay. <laughs> So, I think that our Haunted Mansion is a better, fully realized st- 
story. So their haunted mansion, basically their haunted mansion, the ride starts with you rounding the corner and seeing the night. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yes. That's where it starts. Are you even? Yes. Oh, okay. (laughs) You just aren't reacting at all. Wow. (laughs) (laughs) So that's where that starts. But we have like four. You don't have to defend it to me. (laughs) We have like four scenes before that. Now, granted, one of our scenes is, well, I guess two if you want to separate them like that. One of the scenes that we have is, oh, maybe we only have, no, we have four scenes. One of the scenes is the flashing lightning and the pictures. Yep. One of the scenes, which they they have in your, like, walkway to yep. the Doom Buggies. That's what I like about theirs is that you can walk through it and not just... And then the other one is they have the busts that wa- that yep. stare at you, and you walk by those as well. Whereas we have that full library scene, and I love that library scene so much. Because one of my favorite things is that chair that, like, rocks is, like, drawn to, like, look like it has eyes. Like, it has, like... Mm-hmm. I love that. I love the books the sliding skeleton, in and out. The skeleton playing the piano. Yes, so that good. one. I love that one. That one took me forever to catch because you always notice that the keys are being played. Oh, really? It, oh, I didn't know that you never saw it before. Yeah, it took me forever. I think it was when I, like, a few times after I moved down here, it took me, like, a few rides to be like, oh, you can see his shadow on the floor. Mm-hmm. And then... The other one is the M.C. Escher-inspired stairways Stairways. everywhere with the haunted footsteps. That one's really cool, which is a new scene because we didn't originally open with that. It was like a spider web scene. And we have, even just starting out, you go under the, like, the stairwell, and there's the, like, floating candelabra upstairs. Before well, before the endless hallway. How was the hatbox ghost? That was your first time seeing it. It's really cool. It's in a very weird place. It's in the. It's, it's in the right outside. Cellar. It's right outside the attic. Oh. So you like go through the window, and then he's right there. Mm-hmm. It kind of doesn't make sense, but I don't know where. I don't even know where he was in the original. Actually, maybe he was there. I don't know. Um. I will say their bride is better than our bride. <laughs> Just because I think their bride came after and her face is a, is not as flat. I mean, a Mickey balloon is a better bride than Listen, our bride. <laughs> I, I will say I will always prefer the uh, hitchhiking ghosts that just, like, appear in your thing as opposed to, like, doing this whole bit that they do in ours. I don't love that. Most of the time because it doesn't work perfectly yeah whereas in the original it was like flawless every time um well now that we've lost all of our listeners for your incendiary comments i just i just think that ours is it's like the whole jungle cruise fully real where it's like yes however that's not to say they're pirates still better always and forever better than our pirates yeah they could plus the jesus out of our pirates and it'll still be better Oh, I love their pirates so much. And I don't even really like Pirates of the... That's another incendiary yeah, coming. I don't even really like that attraction. It's fine. 
but their pirates is so good. Yeah. And like, once I rode their pirates, I was like, oh, I get why people like love this attraction. Yeah. It is weird to me people who only come to Walt Disney World and like love that attraction because I'm like, I mean, it's fine, but yeah. like, especially ours. Like, yeah. I would say that's our flagship. Yeah. Cool. So that's my D, is our Haunted Mansion. Great. <laughs> Thanks. Take it away, Walt. Let's close the show. I don't know about you folks, but it's way past my bedtime. And morning comes around early. And that's one of my favorite times here, too. So, good night. Find us at thedpodcast.com. As always. As always. You'll also find us at The D Podcast on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. Uh, you can find us there. Mm-hmm. Connect with us. Connect. Connections. Um, the best way to support the show, though, is by going to the Apple Podcast app or on SoundCloud. Leave us a five-star review. Um, my next project is to try to figure out how to get us on Spotify. You really just submit it. That's really the only thing you have to do. Hmm. If the read can be on Spotify, then mama, so can we. We are not the same as the read. We yeah. are not even close to the read. Let's talk. Now it's time for the read. Could you imagine if we got listener letters like they did on this podcast? <laughs> it would all be like, why do you not like the Pirates of the Caribbean? What's wrong with you? I don't care. I stand by my... Did you ever read the review from January? The long one? I no, but I can. Okay, because we got another one, too. Oh! Girl! How do, girl? Let me see this. How do? Woof! Bow wow. Woof! Crap, I gotta slice that chimichurri, mama. Okay, well, I give okay, me a okay. moment. Okay, I'll read the other one first. Hysterical yet relatable content by two broke Disney girls. Oh, I just added them on Instagram. They're very nice. I found Adam and RG's page this morning on Instagram. (laughs) And it's been nonstop laughs since then. I am a first-time podcast listener. And I have to say that I'm hooked for good. Can't wait for what's to come in 2018. We definitely recommend listening to these guys if you're an avid Disney fanatic. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much. Um, That's super sweet. No, I feel like the last... We should not be the first podcast. We did read this one. It was from. It was from. Um, I do. I remember the pizza one. Okay. Come on, pizza. But I think we do. We did read the commute one because I was like. No, the super long one. That's like. I know. I was just making sure we had read the ones before. Okay. okay, go for it. This podcast is my D. Yes. Yes. Adam and RJ yes, are truly, honey. truly friends that I haven't met yet. Well. <laughs> Every time that I listen to their podcast, I find myself feeling as though I'm just hanging out with them. Talking about all things Disney or Golden Girls. Yep. Yes, she gets and, it. And um, we don't know who they are. But we'll, we can still say she. And almost always, she. almost always agreeing with so much of what they are talking about. We're going to get a new review and it's going to be one star and be like, I did review this at one point as five stars, but they said the haunted mission. <laughs> oh. Uh, the way they discuss and critique everything in the world of Disney, parks, movies, etc. is so refreshing, insightful, and informed. Honey. I would say informed. Be- I don't know anything. Make this up on the I make, I am make, this is all BS. Um, 
Being in the arts myself, it is just so awesome to have a place to go and listen to a conversation about art and entertainment. Two things that hold a very special place in my heart, especially when they are related to Disney. Not to mention the fact that Adam is absolutely hilarious. Shut up! That is not what it is. Adam. You, you can go to the review and read it yourself, everybody. <laughs> Um, my dream is to one day meet these two guys in the parks. Listen to their show, and you will fall in love. Adam, stay funny. Wow, what a what a kind thing to say! My goodness. Oh, and it, that was written by uh, oh, Radam yeah. Mead. <laughs> <laughs> hmm. hmm. Interesting. What an interesting STP forty five. Well, thank you guys. Oh, did you for... like that voice crack? Was that in? Were you into that? Thank you for uh, the kind words. That really is the best way to help us out. We have, so our like general rating is five stars. Because, <laughs> but it's like 20. But like. Higher views. Is it real? <laughs> I mean, we're, we're no, we're not the read. You just said it. We so. are not the read. Well, thanks again for listening, guys. Um, are we going to have another episode? Maybe, maybe not. I'm going out of town. You're going to the Philippines. I am going to the Philippines. Because it's not an Epcot, so he's got to go to the real one. Yeah. That's why. (laughs) Thanks for listening, and we'll catch up with y'all when I come back. Yeah. Bye. Oh, my God. Stop. Stop. Ew. That was so (laughs) on. Oh, my God. RJ. You're so bad.